Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am your host, Craig Fowler, and I am joined by Joe Sked. I've not got an I've not got a hello to match that energy. Hello. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. It is late on a Thursday evening as we're recording this. And as it's just myself and Joe, and as I always say, if you've read the the name of the podcast, you probably know what it's about as well. But if you haven't read the name, and you haven't guessed from myself and Joe being together, just the two of us, on a main show podcast for, I think, the first time this season, then you should know that we're back with our top 12s. We do them every single year. We've done them every single year since... I don't know, actually. I'd be quite interested to see when we first started. I need to look back at that. Might have been as late... Sorry, late. Might have been as long ago as... 2015, quite possibly. We, because mind me, we used to do um, Scotsman articles off the back of them. Yeah, I think that might have started in 2015. So it's been a long time we've been doing these. And we always start with the goalkeeper before moving our way through the rest of the positions as we get up the park. So for this year's list, the top 12, we'll be going through them soon. We start at 12, we go down to one. Before we do that, though, we should probably encourage people, Joe, to come see us live. Yes, absolutely. Next next Friday at Hamden Park, not not the not the um, not in the the, the stadium, but uh, in in the conference center. Not, in the, not on the pitch. No. <laughs> yes, we'll be doing a live show. It's the tenth of March. Tickets are twenty five pounds. That does maybe seems a little expensive, but it's all going to charity. We are not making a penny out of this. It's all going to children, um, children first, uh, which who we partnered with last year to do the or sorry the year before last to do the kit for kids drive as well, which was quite successful. So the proceeds are all going to them. And for your twenty five pound, not only do you get to listen to us talk or see us, not even listen, see us. And there's a good few of us going. I think there's 11 of us in total from the 15 Strong podcast. So it's it's very much all your favourites in the same room. You also get a pie, a pint, and there's a couple of special guests as well. 
with Suzanne Winters, formerly Suzanne Grant, joining us. She was, of course, in the former Scotland Women's International and former Scotland Men's International, Colin Hendry. So, I mean, you're getting quite a lot for your money. And as I also say on the, because we've recorded the Patreon before this, I also said on that that this might be the last time you get to see us, a tennis podcast live event for a while, because we're kind of learning that they're quite stressful to put together. And when we all have, maybe at a time when we, if we eventually grow big enough that somebody, probably me, can have this as my full-time job, then yeah, then we'll maybe look into doing more regular live shows. But You, you can just be honest, Craig. No one wants to see us live. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll, I'll listen. I'll maybe listen to them uh, on my commute, but fuck paying twenty five quid to see those arseholes. Yeah, f- fair enough. But this time it's for charity, and uh, yeah, uh, we might um, before and after have some pints. So that's that. That if uh... oh yeah, we're definitely having pints. Yeah. No, we have, we have sold a fair few amount of tickets. We have made so far. We made a, a few grand, at least, definitely, from, from the ticket sales. We um, have, um, but, but, we... but there, there are some, some still available, and we would rather, you know, the place was full rather than there be empty seats, of course. It's uh, uh, at the moment we're going to have to usher everyone down to the front, uh, like a like a school lecture or a <laughs> uh, school uh, a classroom. Just, Joel, just, just come closer, Joel. Have you ever like marketed anything? Like, have you ever tried to sell anything? I'm going for the uh, like, kind of reverse psychology. Get them to feel sorry for us. <laughs> and then when you when you when you spend that twenty five pound, we'll feel sorry for you. So it's uh, it'll be it'll be flipped. I'm just going to edit out everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, get uh, doing the. Um, Frank Lampard Volt Fassa. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Um, it will be a fun night. It seems like it'll be a, a good laugh. Some good sections, quite Scotland centric, but we'll talk about the season as well. Um, and yeah, it'll be, it'll, just be, it'll be good fun to see everyone. And it'll be our first live terrace uh, podcast live show since, oh, bloody hell, 20. No, we've done the Yotel one. We've done that for. Yeah, it was more TV showy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of because it was just me, you, Sean, and Telfer. So yeah, it's yeah. the first time we've done it where there's been a big group of us since we've done it at Glasgow Callis. That was before the TV show started, so it was early 2019? No, it'll be, would have been 2017 or 2018. I think it was 2018, maybe. Late 2018 then? Because the TV show not start late. The TV show started early 2019. And we'd already yeah, okay, been yeah. so it would have been late 2018, early 2019. Right, cool. Anyway, right, let's get to our list. Okay. We- be- before, before we can, before we get into our uh, before we get into the actual top twelve, shall we talk about the keepers that have not made our top twelve? Uh, I.e., Mark- Mr. Mark Benegetti. Oh yeah, I, he didn't even come oh, in big for me. Big out uh, of so I watched trying to think how many keepers I kind of shortlisted, and there weren't actually that many. I shortlisted maybe fourteen, and then um, fifteen. Uh, but there was ones who I didn't even bother uh, looking into. Uh, looking at their goals because I knew they would they would not be anywhere near it. Uh, one of which was Joe Lewis. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, he finished at the top level, and one was uh, Mark Berigetti, who should come in for a special um, services to 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 comedy award, mm. but uh, not the not the top twelve. No, certainly not. <laughs> yeah, 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 dreadful. No, no, Dundee United goalies made my list. No, Kamarnock goalies made my list. Although, ooh, ooh. Okay, okay, we'll get to that then. 
Right, yeah, so probably not say anything else then, then uh, in case we spoil it. So let's start with number 12. Joel, who have you got? I have got Kilmarnock's Sam Walker. So he, so there's two goalies that nearly made, he might have nearly made it. I've put somebody else on instead that I don't feel too happy about, but it's a bit of a lifetime achievement award. We'll get to him very soon because I've got him next. Mm. But yeah, I watched, I did watch all of Sam. I've watched every single shot that Sam Walker has faced so far this season. And I have to say, I, I saw a goalkeeper that was better than, than his reputation would go. He still made a few errors, and I think he's maybe been the luckiest. So when I was making my, my notes on each goalkeeper, I was putting like categories like incredible save, very good save, error for a goal, and error not for a goal. He had the highest error not for a goals of anybody I looked at. So he, he got away with quite a bit. So that's maybe helping him slightly that he's been a little bit fortunate. But I still was, like I said, a bit more impressed with his overall output than I thought I would have been because I know he doesn't really have the best of reputations. Only recently, Craig Anderson has started to say that he's coming around to him and yeah. then thinking that he actually might be a decent keeper. But I think he's somebody that, that does quite well. He gets, he gets down well for shots close to his body, which something I was quite impressed by. He does get stuck to his goal line a little too much. And I don't like where he parries the ball. He needs to be better at that. But yeah, there's somebody there who I think is, especially since he's been pretty much Kelly's number two, well, he's kind of been looked upon as Kelly's number two for all of the season, then yeah, I think he's uh, a pretty solid keeper. Yeah, so I actually had him I actually had him higher moments before this, moments before we came on, and then just because the nature of when we talked about this off air, just the nature of the list, it was it's quite interchangeable. It's quite difficult to nail down a specific uh, 12 to 1 or 1 to 12, however you want to put it, but the reason I had the reason I kind of went into it with um, higher is because I looked at the stats first of all, the highest save percentage. Um, that should come with a caveat because uh, Mark Benigetti's top five for save percentage. So it's not a it, it's not a be all or end all stat to rate a goalkeeper. But the the, the big one is that he was probably had the best. Yeah, he'd probably have he did he does have the best uh, preventing goals. Stats, so I think I think they work. Weisgate worked that out as in um, how many goals he's expected to concede and how many goals he has actually actually conceded. But yeah, he's 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 got an error in him. So have every single keeper on this list, pretty much. Mm. Uh, they, I don't, I feel he is noticeable. Like out the goalkeepers, I actually think he's noticeably got a weaker side the way he dives, just because some of the way he was diving to his left is how. I used to dive to my left and my left was much weaker. Uh, my left side was much weaker than my right and it's he just doesn't look as comfortable getting down um, down to his, his, his so-called weaker side. But I think he has been a much uh, a steadier presence between the sticks for Kilmarnock, certainly compared to the start of the season because you, you talked about not... Um, uh, not be number one. I think he's played he's probably him and Hemming have played roughly the same. But he started the season and then was on the bench for a pretty long time. Was brought back in, then on the bench for one game. Hemming made an absolute shocker off a error against County, and then he's been back in. And I don't think he is a a startling goalkeeper, but I think he has he's he's steady enough, and there's. But just, I think he's just a solid Premiership goalkeeper. Could have been higher, but I think there's keepers here who have got um, who are just who are probably just either you're just either better, straightforward, better, or have got a bigger um, uh, sample size to go from. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i'm intrigued i'm gonna guess you don't have my number 12 in your in your list because he doesn't deserve frankly to be on the top 12 of his performances this season but uh, like I said, it's a bit of a lifetime achievement here he's been a top 12 goalkeeper in this list for I mean, I think he spent about a season away, but I would guess he was been in it three of the last four years, maybe four of the last five. Doesn't deserve it in this form, but I'm going to give up to him based on past production, and he's not played for a good team this season, so that's maybe fed into it. Man number 12, Motherwell goalkeeper Liam Kelly. Oh, uh, it's uh, not the uh, You're describing someone who uh, I thought was going to be... Um, uh, you're describing someone else, I thought. Uh, who's not also not on my list, but no, he is um, Liam Kelly's man number 11. Right, okay. So we've both stuck him on. He's been very poor this season. Like, yeah, so... I so think, many mistakes. I, I think this is a... I think this is a... The most disappointing aspect of Kelly is that, similar to Lewis, is that it's a continuation of a regression mm. because we've, we've seen uh, Joe Lewis used to be top three in this list constantly and then he slipped and then he slipped and now he's out of the list and you can see parallels to kind of Liam Kelly it was uh, been so good like you said he's been on the list for so long and he just looks like a goalkeeper who has lost all confidence which is understandable because he plays the the defence he's played behind watching all the goals my have conceded this goal uh, this this season they conceded some very very funny goals through bad defending but he's he's not helped matters I mean I think probably the, the goal at the weekend kind of summed up his summed oh yeah his he's, he's handling for shots right at him it's really been quite mm. suspect yeah it's it's a weird one because he's just it's it's, it's how he so, so it's, it's hard to explain uh, hard to kind of explain over the podcast because you can't see see my hands is that you usually when if you're going to uh, look to save a shot you want to have your hands kind of at, at a kind of curve so like you, you you're creating a like a almost a ball shape for it to come into and you hold his palms you've seen at the weekend they just seem so flat which makes it easier to palm but uh, not palm any great distance no, because he doesn't really parry it very well either. No. And he's, you talked about the, the poor defence. This might come into one aspect of his play this season. He's not really good in one-on-ones. He's quite he's, he's a bit slow off his line. And he, even he, when he kind of gets to this the position, there's, there's a couple of goalkeepers in this list who are praised for their abilities in order to spread themselves and make it difficult for the opposing striker when they get to those areas. Kelly... I don't know if it's maybe he's maybe just been a victim of good finishing, but he's not had a good success rate of rushing out to close down an attacker and stopping the ball in any way this campaign. Yeah. 
I agree, and I think a big it was noticeable how many times strikers put the ball through his legs. Yeah, when they got one on one on one on one with him, which um, which is never great. Sp- spoke to Graham, and he says there's still a really good goalkeeper there, but his distribution's been really poor. I still credit him. I credited him with four incredible saves this season, which is better than a good few guys on this list. So he's still capable of the spectacular. It's not as much. Remember last season when I done this, he had like maybe the most or like the second most, second or third most. No, we wouldn't have been most. I think that was Gordon and maybe Seagrass. But he had high numbers in terms of making incredible saves last season, but also that was when the mistakes started to creep in. The number of really eye-catching saves has started to drop a little bit, and that's what's also quite concerning. But there's still enough there to say, yeah, okay, you can sneak into my list. Do better, though, Liam. Do better. Yes, the he has to, he has to do a lot better. And if he's the the calls for him to be Scotland's next goalkeeper are uh, nonsensical at the moment, the way he's playing, and he just he's he's another. This is a, probably a common theme. You mentioned it with um, uh, I think you might mention it already regarding goalkeepers. Is that he kind of plants himself to the line, um, and doesn't command his box. And Graham says he's got this thing where he gets involved with strikers, which he doesn't need to. And then it kind of just loses loses uh, focus concentration. Okay, so that's your number eleven, man number eleven. This is the first in guys where it's like there's a few guys in this list. That I'd be like, right, where'd I put them? How would I judge them? Because if they were fit and they were playing, I know where I'd put them. I'd have a very good idea where I'd put them. This guy would maybe even still be number one, but his leg shattered into a million pieces, and I've no idea if he's even going to be play able to play again. But I would still maybe gamble on him playing again rather than have a lot of other goalkeepers. So man number 11 is Craig Gordon. <laughs> well, I, I have some... <laughs> I'm significantly, significantly higher. <laughs> to be fair, if you have faith in him returning and being able to play again, then yeah, that's fair enough. But Gordon himself has still said he's unsure. He's going to do everything that he can to get back to playing football and not have this be the way that he retires. But he's still not 100. He's not certain himself if he's going to be able to play again. And also, what is that type of injury going to do to his legs? Because the legs are a huge part of being a goalkeeper. What is that type of injury going to do at his age to his ability? We just don't know. So, for me, in good conscience, I couldn't really put him any higher. Uh, I have no um, good conscience when it comes to Hearts uh, goalkeepers. So, he is uh, he's, he's a lot higher. <laughs> well, I've talked through why I've got him so low. So, when we get to your position, you can talk about why you've got them so high. So I'll, I'll focus on the negatives for now. Right, so we'll get to your number 10. This is the goalkeeper I probably struggled with the most uh, because I thought he was a great signing and there's a lot of times I've seen him, I'm like, ah, he's, he's been good. But then there's times where I've heard fans of his team like, oh, probably not as good as he is. Stats don't stats paint him really unfavorably, and that's uh, David Marshall. <laughs> I've got loads, loads higher. <laughs> he has the, the, so you know the, you know the big red flag for me. Yeah, is that any goalkeeper who is say percentage? I know you have to take it with a pinch of salt, but anything that's under sixty percent, that's a massive red flag. His is fifty five point eight. No, right, go- okay. no, no other goalkeeper. Um, so the, the the top eleven, the top twelve that opt to have, um, he's twelfth. Another eleven are all above sixty percent. Um, 
he I think you're seeing a once reliable goalkeeper just coming less reliable. I think he's added to Hibs. That uh, there's no doubt his experience is uh, is brilliant. He is still capable of making absolutely outstanding saves. Decent with the ball at his feet, but I think there's... Um, you look at the goal we conceded against Celtic um, at Parkhead, where he just caught it and then fumbled it in, and it's just like this. I think that's just... his one main howler for this season. Though. I've, I've, I've knotted him down for four errors, but that was the only one where I thought, mm, that's that's really bad. I think the other ones is kind of like because I noted them down for the one against Hearts where he just seemed to be stuck on his line for whatever that, reason. Yeah, that one. Um, the one he parried at Shankland as well. Yeah, yeah, I no, I, I, yeah, that was another one. Don't think he dealt with that well. Um, the that's not that's not the most obvious error either. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's quite a close range shot from Ginelli. Yeah, Hibs fans are going to be listening to this because when I put the two Hearts goalkeepers, we're like, that Hearts bastard, what is he talking about? So, oh, but, well, Hearts fans are going to go mental when I've got <laughs> David Marshall because I've got very high. <laughs> which is fair enough. But no, still, I am. Um, still rate him. Uh, good goalkeeper, but I have I have my um, I have my reservations. And there's also there's there's um there's one I'm, I'm actually looking thinking he he probably should be ahead of number nine but um there's there's one goalkeeper in here who um I can't believe I've got as high as he is but it's a um it's a it's a nod to his improvement. I, I might have the exact same goal at number nine, but my number ten first of all is again very hard to know where to put him. He probably would be top three for me. Yeah, every other season like he did. Last time out, he would probably be top three, but he's played twice this season, so I have to mark him down. And, I mean, you don't know, because there's like a goalkeeper on this list coming up quite soon for me who plays for one of the old firm and has not been good, but it's like, well, the, the, the jersey's probably too big for him. So, but how high do you put that? Because it's like, well, if you take some of these other goalkeepers and you put them in an old firm jersey, do they, do they rise to the challenge or do they wilt under pressure? Mm. So it's difficult because we've not really seen this guy. We've only seen him twice this season, so I don't know. I don't know if he can rise the pressure as a Celtic goalkeeper or not. But I know he was very good at Dundee United, and that is Benjamin Segrist. I've got him higher. Well, it's fair enough. It's because yeah. he's very good. But like I say, we've seen him twice this season. So yeah, I don't know where to put him. So my my two thing my my uh, with Segrist it was uh, two considerations. Do I have him in at all? If I do, then he'll be uh, he'll be relatively high. I, yeah, that's, I suppose that does make more sense in my one. I'm just kind of marking them down for, for lack of playing time, which, yeah, I don't know if that makes too much sense or not. But I just went off, I went for vibes, really, mm. when I was making my list. I was like, what does this feel to me? Does this feel right? And I was just eventually settled on a top 12. I was like, I'm not sure how much sense this makes, but it feels right. And Seagrass that number 10 felt right to me. I think when we get with, I think that just, well, that may just sum up. The, uh, the this podcast when we get to the to, uh, to number one and I've outlaid our list, it just doesn't make sense. Does it make sense? No, probably not. No, it doesn't make sense. Right. Well, we just say our number nine in unison since I think we're going to have the same one. No, I think he's uh, he's, he's higher for me. Nine nine for me is Kel Roos. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. I have Roos just a wee bit higher. He is, um, he's another one I found a wee bit difficult to replace. I think I actually had him as high as six, similar to Marshall. I think I had Marshall um, when, I, when I started this. I think I had Marshall potentially top five. 
Um, and then he kind of just slid down. Probably should, again, I probably regret putting him tenth, but as was, Kilrus was slightly higher, and then he kind of came down a bit. He's he's done. He's he's been a lot more consistent than I thought he was going to be. Uh, I think he's one of those goalkeepers. He's a, a great build, I think, for a goalkeeper, and he gets down really well for the size of him. Mm. Uh, for a goalkeeper who I don't have on my, um, yeah, he really throws himself around yeah. the goal quite well, and he, he's very good at getting down low quickly. Yes, and his for the most part, they he always gets a strong wrist to mm. a strong wrist of shots. Kicking is is really sound. Sometimes I would like to see him dominate a bit more aerially for his uh, for, for his presence for his size and that's what just seen a couple of things in the league cup that was a, a concern going into into the league season but i think he's been i think he's been a really solid uh sign he's, he's been a really solid signing for aberdeen saw how much he was missed when joe lewis came into it I think he's better than that jay for what i've seen of that that, that jay gorta he's been a big miss but uh a, a good signing who i think will probably get um will be higher um, this time next year, I still think he's made a, f- a few errors. I a few, yeah, that's that's the reason he's he's he's, he's ninth. Just having look, watched the goals he's conceded, some of the goals he's conceded, um, he looked uh, Rangers, for example, the three-two defeat. Mm. Yeah, didn't cover himself glory in uh, in that game. No, it certainly didn't. He. I think sometimes as well he could he could do with better decision making in terms of whether to go because he is very good at throwing himself down to the ground quickly, but for shots closer to his body I think he needs to use his legs a little bit more, and he's okay coming from his line, but sometimes a little too hesitant in terms of closing down or opposing forward, and also I think he tends to go for the spectacular a bit too often. Goalkeepers like that give me the fear a little bit. Mm. Like just get your body behind it. I think sometimes he really wants to shot, stop a shot with his arm, where mm. you can maybe just move yourself another yard and block it with your body, or at least get your body behind it. Right. So my number. Oh, you're looking already. Oh, my number nine, which is uh, the maybe I thought you were going to say is number nine. Who big improvement? I probably should have put my to be honest, but he still has made a good few errors this season though the errors are gone with making a lot of very impressive saves. Mm. And that is Ross County goalkeeper Ross Laidlaw. Yes, I have, I have, I have him eighth. Aye, so I've got my nine, you've got him eighth, fair enough. So we can both talk about him at the moment. We've seen him around for years, big frame. Like exactly what you want in the kind of size of a goalkeeper. He was just always making too many howlers for me, bad handling, not making enough eye-catching saves. The handling is still something I'm a little bit dodgy about he's good on low shots but he double clutches a lot and shots right at him which just kind of gives me the fear mm-hmm. like why you don't need to <laughs> like just catch him first time man come on your hands are massive but the, he is he has been a lot better he's, he's made more he's certainly made he's made quite a lot of eye catching saves this season I think he's I mean it was for the the player swaps podcast the Patreon that myself Tony Anderson and Robert Bothwick did Available at patreon.com forward slash test podcast. While I was researching that, I asked Mark McDonald, our kind of resident Ross County correspondent, about what they need in the squad. And he said they still need a goalkeeper, but it was mainly to kind of to to challenge 
laid law. Like, I think he thinks they can still do better. I don't think so. I think judging what he's done this season, I think he's now made himself the undoubted county number one, and I think they should be happy to have him. Oh, 100%. He's, um, so he's, he's just turned 30, so he's, he's in that um, ballpark being in his prime. Uh, he looks. He's, he's been getting better and better because last season we think I had him. I might have had him like ten for something. I thought yeah. I was, I, and then I was like, right, that's that's um, indicative of how poor the goalkeepers have been in Scotland. And then if you told me the year before, I would have him in the top twelve uh, or as high as eighth. I would have asked someone to slap me, but he has. Uh, he, he's, I think he's been much more consistent. As I think he's just growing into. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like he's realised he's good enough to be a Premiership goalkeeper. He just settled down with the errors he was making. I just think it was uh, it's a lot of that time. It comes down to comes down to focus, and maybe he's just he's just worked on that side of his game. He does look a lot more focused. The the errors he has made this season, I don't think any have been egregious, which is uh, which has not been the case in in, in previous seasons, and he's. Um, yeah, he just just had a, a much better a much better presence where you do think he just he just looks like a Premiership goalkeeper. A couple of things I've noted in terms of other goalkeepers is criticisms. What I said about Kel, I think sometimes he could do better to get his body behind shots. And I can't remember who else we're talking about, but I said I wasn't really happy with how it, well, actually Sam Walker wasn't happy with how he parried the ball. Laidlaw's good at both those things. He gets his frame behind the ball. And he's a very strong, confident parrier. He really kind of attacks the ball when mm. he when he goes to save it, which is a really kind of strong thing to have. And I don't know if it was somebody who made my list or not. I don't think it was. But it was somebody that I noted that they tend to follow the ball a little bit. So, like, they don't go and attack the ball. As a goalkeeper, they tend to follow it. Uh, let's see if I can find it. <laughs> who it was, it actually wasn't. So it might just have to be somebody that comes up later. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I wrote this note about, but one of the other goalkeepers I looked at was somebody that just tend to, when I say follow, like kind of follow it almost towards the goal and use that time to maybe try and get a touch on it. Whereas... Oh, so almost like save, um, like go backwards to save it rather yeah. than uh, rather than uh, go forward to basically, yeah, yeah, to meet it. rather. Yeah, than, aye, to meet yeah. it rather than to just try to react it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who, who did I write this about? God knows. Right. <laughs> see if I can figure this out before the end of the podcast. Right. Okay. So that was... Shamal George, maybe? Yeah, possibly. Let, let, let's see as we, as we move up. So we're now on to... So that was your number eight. So my number eight. So for the goalkeepers left in the list, you've got Sam Walker, who I don't have. And I don't think there's anybody else who I've got who you wouldn't. So I'm guessing this is the guy that you don't have because he's had such a poor season. And I mean, this is fair enough. So it's maybe a lifetime achievement award for him as well. But I've got John McLaughlin. Yeah, he's dead. he didn't make my list fed up him. Yeah, that's I mean that's fair. That's fair. I think he just doesn't have the confidence and the belief to be a Rangers goalkeeper. Nah, nah he's uh, he's been given the chance to be number one. He's not taking it. He's every um, almost every game he's played, he's made a mistake uh, and really obvious mistakes as well. I just don't. It's it's one of those where. He's given a few opportunities to be number one, and it's not just one area of his game that he's, he's been making mistakes. He just doesn't look like the he, he just doesn't look like the John McLaughlin I know. 
uh, yeah. or I, I remember. Uh, he's just really disappointing, and I just really don't think he's. He, is he better than um, some of the goalkeepers on my list? Yes, but the way he's performed, he's not deserving of a place on, on, on my prestigious list. And you kind of thought as well, like if Craig Gordon, if it's not for Craig Gordon, then John McLaughlin's going to be Scotland number one. Yeah, I'm certainly not happy about that at the moment. Nah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I think the reason I've got him is because if you took him out of a Rangers or indeed Celtic, that kind of old form bubble that exists, and stick him in any other team, he'd probably still be very, very good. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd probably he'd, he'd, he'd most likely be potentially top six. Yeah, so um, I don't, so I, and that's another reason not to want him for Scotland because if you're not yeah. going to be able to handle the pressure playing in the Scottish Premiership for Rangers, then you're not going to handle being a Scotland goalkeeper, especially when it's a Scotland team that's got a bit riding on it and we're actually good and you could fuck things up. Because it was, it was the, it was this, it was a dart, it was a, um, it was all firm game at Celtic Park when Rangers hammered them. Eh, sorry, Celtic hammered Rangers and. Mind them, I've uh, mind them being selected, and I was like, right, I really want them, uh, want them to do well, just because of, uh, uh, because of what he did at did at Hearts, and I know how good a goalkeeper he can be, and it was shambolic in that game. Uh, got brought back in more recently when they went to Kelly, and some of his decision making. He's uh, at times you you get Alan McGregor gets criticised for his. Um, his command is boxed in terms of crosses, but McLaughlin has got. He's been desperate to get involved. I don't mm. know if that's to do with the pressure or yeah, the need I think to. So. Yeah, need to be right. I can show what I'm number one, and then he's coming for things that you should not be coming for. And even though he's the size of him, like getting beaten there, yeah, it's just been uh, terrible. Because I don't remember anything like that at Hearts that that entire season, like him pressing to come out for crosses that he shouldn't do. And I've mm. seen him do at Rangers a few times this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it is just the pressure that's really getting to him. So, yeah, I didn't feel great about that pick at number eight. Hmm. I found out the goalkeeper, by the way, is Remy Matthews. Have you got him in your list? No. No, yeah, I was about to say. No, I was. No, uh, I, I, but I studied up on him. He's had a better season than I thought. But... So, I, 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 was the, I was the reverse way. I thought he had... Um, Every time I've I've seen, him, I was like, oh, he's, he's, I think he's he's been a good signing for St Johnston. And then I was because it, what question uh, made me question was the fact he's prevented goals. It's so bad. Uh, the, the number of goals, he, well, the number of, number of goals he's not prevented. And then watching him for a big uh, for a big guy, I just think he's too he's too slow to get down to stuff. Mm. And he's um, been beaten by a lot of low shots into the corners, yeah. and especially for the like yeah for, for the size of him. So yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not on our list. No, he's not on our list, so we can stop talking about him. Right, you're number seven. Trevor Carson. Oh, that got much higher. Oh. I've, <laughs> this, is gonna be, this, 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 this top five is going to be very interesting. I know and very different. <laughs> um... Trevor Carson, I just—he's just a really good, uh, just a really good goalkeeper. The those above him on my list, I think, are um, a mixture of longevity, uh, talent, and just how good a season they've this season they've had. I've always liked him going back to his his Motherwell days, being kind of great because obviously he's had his off field issues, so he's kind of the great story behind him. But I just, I just think he's such a Solid presence in that. I think you 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 mentioned about goalkeepers who, when they come off their line, 
they make himself so big. He is the ultimate one at this. You've got some goalkeepers who, uh, Remy Matthews is one, uh, potentially Marshall and Roos are one. When they come off the line, I think they make themselves smaller, whereas uh, Carson is a really difficult figure uh, to beat. He's had some really eye-catching performances. Uh, he's filled the um, gloves of Jack Anik so well. Uh, I just a really... He's a... They've got well, he's number seven, typically because he's just a, a seven out of t- uh, ten goalkeeper. Yeah, I've got my I'll, I'll I'll speak more on Carson when I get to him because I've because I've got that much higher than you do. So, well, instead, my number seven is Kel Roos of Aberdeen. We've already talked about him. I don't think there's anything else I particularly want to add. That, that, yeah, we talked about his ability saving the ball. I think that really stood it to me is his reflexes are really good. But that was why I say he sometimes goes for the spectacular because I think he sometimes just flings his arms out because it looks so good. But when he when he does and when it's needed, it is quite spectacular. Right, so you're number six. Uh, Benjamin Seacrest. Okay, okay. So basically, I just... Uh, if it wasn't for injury, I think he might off... Uh, he would have played more, especially yeah. like the, the cup games and... Potentially, I've obviously got Joe Hart a lot higher. Joe Hart's not been uh, probably not as good as he was last season. Nope. And uh, do you think that might have allowed Seagrass to put a lot of pressure on him? I just think, uh, and I, I think Seagrass is a type who would who would do really well with Celtic or Rangers. He's got uh, kind of that character personality. I just he was just too good a goalkeeper uh, to leave out. So my number six, I have Shamal George from Lansdowne. Ooh. I've got a lot higher. Okay. Yeah, to be fair, I think with them, I didn't really see any... To me, there wasn't many saves where I thought, oh my God, what an incredible save that is. I think I did, but I give them high credit on a lot of very, very good saves. Very, many, very good saves. And only a couple of errors for goals over the, the campaign. He's got a real spring to him. He really kind of bounces around the box, just like one of those goalkeepers that look like they're playing, kind of, the, there's a trampoline under the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's yep. very agile. Yep. I think I mentioned him earlier in talking about his one-on-ones. He spreads himself. He's susceptible to dinks over him, but forwards don't seem to want to do that against him. Mm. And... I mean, that could just be a case of getting lucky that a forward continually craps himself and doesn't do the right thing. However, this is a Scottish Premiership. Dinking the ball over a goalkeeper takes a certain amount of confidence. Like Only the confidence that somebody like Toby Simic could have. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, usually like forwards will just kind of concentrate in those situations on hitting the target and, and whatnot. And Shamal George will always manage to, to spread himself that he gets kind of like horizontally, he covers up quite a lot. So it's hard to pass the ball around him. You really have to get some lift on it. And obviously, as soon as you get some lift, you're in danger of getting too much lift on it and putting over the bar. And typically, forwards like to just concentrate at this level where there's just not as much confidence in themselves. They just like to concentrate and hit the target. So for the Scottish Group Premiership, that technique is perfect. I think the, the things that I don't necessarily like with him that much is that I think he does, he's somebody else who tends to sometimes move backwards when he's dealing with shots instead of attacking them. And kind of on that theme, I don't think his parry is strong enough. I'll speak about him when I get him. 
Fair enough, fair enough. So that was my number six, and that means it's your number five. Alan McGregor. I have him one place higher. I did have him one, uh, one place higher, but I, um, I've, I've just switched him. <laughs> oh, heart's bias coming into it. Uh, <laughs> just uh, the reason, the, the reason I've got, uh, I've, I've actually knocked him down uh, from four to five. I'm just thinking, Rangers are so desperate to get a new number one, and there's a reason for that. And the is the reason for that is just he's just not at the level he once was which is very difficult to uh, keep because it was such a such a high high level he's got he's he's one of those goalkeepers when when one on one a lot of strikers are able to slip it under him mm. it's almost like he goes he's um it's like he tries to tackle the ball and he just tackles over it command of the box is always something that's uh, that's been labeled at him over the last couple of years uh, in terms of dealing across his relieving pressure, I still think on the main he's uh, he, he can be an excellent shot stopper with some outstanding saves. Um, he's got a a, a fearsome uh, presence uh, between the sticks, and yeah, I still think he's 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 just he's a very good goalkeeper, but just not at the level he once was. I mean, yeah, certainly. He's definitely not at that level and there's he's not a level that's good enough for Rangers over the course of a season. Mm. However, that's, that level is still higher than the majority of yeah. goalkeepers in the top flight. And I'm still, still impressed with some of the saves he's made down low this season for somebody his age. Yeah, oh yeah, he gets he gets done both sides. He gets down uh, really well. He's someone who's happy to use his feet, always like that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uses his feet uh, really well to save shots. And um, and and yeah, his his, his reactions are, uh, are are spot on. So my number five was David Marshall. Let me just have a quick look at my notes. See if I've got anything else to add on with did earlier. Again, I, I think it's just the same as did. I just want to talk to McGregor. Really great at getting down to low shots and something that's very impressive for somebody of an advancing age. And he uses his frame quite well. The, the Celtic incident being the exception to the rule because he is, from his experience, obviously he's played at a very high level and, you know, played many times for Scotland. He's, somebody else is very good at getting their body in the right position. Um, and yeah, I think I already talked about the fact he gets stuck on his line. But yeah, I think I think Marshall's been pretty good this season. I think he's exactly what Hibbs needed. He's a massive improvement on Matt Macy. And I don't think he's quite as bad as, well, not bad because you've still got him in your top 12. I think he's been better than you think. That's probably a more accurate way of putting that. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think so. I'll hold my hands up, and I'll probably got that one wrong and been swayed too much by uh, too much by stats. But as, as I said, the 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 save percentage in the fifties was was a massive red flag. Okay, so now you're number four, Xander Clark. <laughs> we are so different in this list. You can't have him number one. We shall find out, Joe. We shall find <laughs> out. He has been a lot better than I thought he was going to be. I was I was concerned that he's... I don't know, he had a really good 18... Eight, the final 18 months of his contract at uh, St. Johnson, the St. Johnson. He really came on to a uh, consistent performance and I just wasn't sure how that would translate if he got the chance to uh, fill in for uh, Craig Gordon. 
or just whether you'd be able to like step up a level, step up that um into that in, in, intense, more intense environment than make the academic part. He has. He's turned into a really, really consistent keeper. If he played more, he would have been higher for me. Uh, I think there was concerns coming. Spoke to uh, spoke to um, people who watched him a lot at St Johnston. Uh, they they had concerns about his kicking and his command of the box. Both uh, have been really good, and it does help the fact that he's replacing Craig Gordon, whose weaknesses. Or yeah, or command of the box and and kick him. One thing that does concern me about Clark is his handling. No, is, is um what did you, what did you use to uh, describe Ross uh, Ross Laidlaw? Or there was another goalkeeper where he would take two, most like two attempts to catch the no, ball. Double clutch, double clutch. Yeah, he does that quite often when collecting a cross. Oh yeah, so he does. That is true. But that was, I mean, that's that's kind of nitpicking. the The reason he's the reason I've got him so, um, the reason I've got him lower is so low. Yeah, it's fine. So low, too low. You've got one that Craig Gordon for fuck's sake. Craig Gordon's still a better goalkeeper than him. <laughs> Craig Gordon might not play again. This yeah, but you, can't, you, you have to say, judge them on what they've done, like done this season. Best, I, the best done, I honestly, I think what they've actually both of them have done this season. I think Xander Clark's been the better goalkeeper this season. This season, yes, uh, but then you also have to take. You've got John McLaughlin on your list. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not talk about the past. That's, that's done. What's done is done. <laughs> <laughs> I so to to to, uh, to sum up, I've been very very happy with Xander Clark, and uh, if he can keep up this consistency for for Hearts, I'd be absolutely delighted, and he'll be obviously higher, a lot higher the next season. So my number four is Alan McGregor. We've already talked about him. Who's your yep. number four? Xander Clark. Right. Uh, sorry. Who's your number three? Shamal George. Ooh, that's very okay. You may as well talk about him then, because that's very high. I think he has been out the goalkeepers. I've so the eye test from the goalkeepers I've seen this season. I think he's been the uh, best performing in the league. All oh, so, right, okay. The, the, the two, the two I have above him are two goalkeepers with um, vast experience and uh, who are obviously clearly very, very talented. But I think Shamal George has been the best performing uh, player in the league. There's so much I like about him. I really like uh, his he's athleticism. I think he's great with the ball at his feet. He's really good with um, so Livingston play, I think, a wee bit more uh, from the back. But he's really good at clipping the ball, especially clipping out the, the ball out to ball out to the flanks. Spoke to David Martindale about um, ooh, after the Hearts game, I think it was. And he was, he basically said he had everything. Uh like everyone's looking for a six foot six foot six foot six goalkeeper, but they're hard to get. He's good with the ball at his feet, great reflexes, he's agile and he's quick across the ground. And he thinks he he compared him to Sarkic, uh, who had, they had on loan uh, from Aston Villa. Uh, the fact that Levy, the, the probably the reason I've looked at him or taken a keen interest in George is because the fact that Levy paid uh, six figures for him when they had. They seem to have loads of goalkeepers on their books in the summer mm-hmm. and gave them a, a long-term deal. I really do think this uh, George could go on to have a really, really good career. Just, I just, I just, he's just a goalkeeper. If I was to 
that was the builder goalkeeper that he, he is someone I would, I would, I would like is you talked about is uh, the way he spreads himself he does he's he's really elastic he makes himself look much bigger than he actually is when mm-hmm. he does uh, when he is like doing that Peter Schmeichel to spread himself when uh, a cross has come out and someone's headed a shot or he's one on one with a uh, one of gone for goalkeeper like I said uh, like Martindale said his reflexes uh, are, 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 are so good so you think Shamal George had the best season of any goalkeeper on this list? I disagree. I think my number three has had the best season of any goalkeeper on this list, and that's Trevor Carson. Oh, okay. So there's also a bit of prior work in there as well, because he was a very good goalkeeper before his yeah. before he, he had injuries, and then he also had his uh, serious illness when he had the contracted deep, th- deep vein thrombosis which really kind of derailed his career for a bit. But having gone to Samir this season, he's been outstanding. I really haven't watched through him in the clips. He, he's I had him down for three errors across the course of the campaign. I don't think any of them were particularly egregious from, nah, they from what I can remember. And I didn't really write down anything I saw as a negative, really. <laughs> like it's the mix of the sturdy and the spectacular. Good, make, makes good decisions in terms of when to go with his arms and throw himself to the ground or when to use his legs. Spread, as you already mentioned, spreads himself very well in front of attackers. Excellent at doing that. Mm-hmm. Strong at attacking the ball and parrying it away for goal. And he's also really good at so some goals are good. I know some goals are really good at saving low shots, some goals at the high ones. He's particularly good at saving high shots. Oh, oh that's that's not something uh, again, I've not done as uh, as as much in-depth uh, research uh, prior to this uh, pod. It's just a lot of it's uh just seeing him for the season. That's and watching the goals he conceded. That that surprised me just because he's he he doesn't look he, he looks quite a squat goalkeeper. So you do think that he'd be a much better uh, shot stopper with with, with low sh- uh, low shots. And you compare him to uh, George, who I think just looking at him uh, has a much better spring. And you don't I don't really associate Carson with having uh, having a big spring. No, he wouldn't, because he doesn't. He certainly doesn't have that that bounciness to him. But he is very good at getting his hands up and blocking those efforts away. So he's a, just about to, a, the, the one thing that strikes me when I watch Carson. He looks like he has massive hands. He does actually. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, who is your number two? My number two is Craig Gordon. See, I don't get this. Right, if he's if he's going to be that high on your list, why is he not number one? Because I think um, he has regressed more than Joe Hart. Okay, fair enough. I think the two of them, I do. I think the two of them last season were by and far uh, like the, the top two. I think had Gordon would have had Gordon one and Hart two uh, last season, and I just think they're uh, they're they're such good goalkeepers. I think there was an it was only natural that Gordon was going to. Have a slight regression just because he just couldn't like it would have been it would have been. Um, but it, it uh, probably had the best single season I've ever seen from a goalkeeper last year. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's hard to ask him to do what he was doing last uh, last season on a weekly basis, especially like the European demands, etc., etc. His fault, i.e., his kicking mainly his kicking, uh, really came to the fore this season. I. Uh, just still tearing my hair out the fact that it's like he does he, he doesn't need any goalkeeping training. Just just work with his feet. Just work with his feet. It's uh it, the fact he's so high lifetime achievement just because he's he, he, he's so good and 
also just like congratulations you've uh, you, you've had a tough season you've you've uh, you spent your 40 but well, you spent um the christmas of your uh, one of your um new kids in the hospital he was with his family that's all that matters yeah <laughs> but yeah spending uh, time at home has, has to be playing football constantly so yeah, I I I understand the points. I understand folk will be listening to what what he's doing because he's um he's not had as good a season uh this season. I and just he think may he's never play those, again. and he might not ever play again. I think he will. Look at him. I think uh, he will as well. The way he's, the way he's uh, working in the gym. Um, but how good he is when he comes back is a different story as well. Yeah, that is. Uh, but I just I just think in terms of. What we have seen and what we know from Craig Gordon, I still think uh, he is uh, putting putting aside to his potential, like the question mark of his future. Still think he's the the or one of the best goalkeepers in the league. So, do you want to talk about your number one? Let's do that now. Talk about your number yeah, one. Yes, yeah, it's I'm not overly like delighted with it because I just I don't think Joe Hart's had the best season. I think his re- reactions are getting a wee bit slower. Uh, there, there's a hesitancy there of a couple of uh, a couple aspects of his of his play, especially when the ball gets played over the top, which is happens for Celtic quite often, just because teams have to go back to front against them, and he just there's a, like a couple of times where he has um, to close shots down. He's come out. Too f- uh, is it too far? Yeah, so basically he's come out and he's not given himself, I don't think he's given himself enough time and space to save a shot. So you know how you, you're talking about um, uh, goalkeepers coming to meet a shot? He's coming out too far before the shot's been taken, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. he's, 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 he's narrowed the angle, but at times it's, um, it's, it's went to his detriment. But other than that, he's still and there's been a wee bit nervousness about his kicking. We've seen that in the Viaplay Cup, uh, Cup final. But other than that, he's still uh still an excellent goalkeeper in this Scottish Premiership. Maybe got the strongest wrist in the league. Oh, uh, I would I would up there. I think Kel Roos is up there. Trevor Carson probably is the strongest. Certainly up there, yeah. just his arms in general, because like, yeah. quite often you see him and he's, he's very good at just kind of denying a very well-hit shot with one arm. Yeah, he's, I suppose he's, you could expect, considering his background and with the level he played that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you're, you forget that when Aguero scores that goal, it's Joe Hart and goes yeah. up the other end celebrating. His, his forearms are massive. Yeah. Good bounce as well. Yeah, so I mean, I I feel like I was a bit down on uh, Joe Hart. I should come back to the come back to the point. He's an excellent goalkeeper. He certainly is, certainly is. So excellent, in fact, that he's good enough for number two on my spot. But he's not number one. Number one is Xander Clark. You've 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 uh, you've taken a real liking to Xander, haven't you? <laughs> I think he's been outstanding since he's come at the Hearts team, and I'm the same as you. I had a little bit of trepidation, but the reason I've got him number one. So last season. I definitely had Joe Hart ahead of Xander Clark, but I'm pretty sure maybe I was wrong. If I remember it's wrong, then my entire reasoning for having him number one makes no sense. But when I looked at all the goalkeepers last season, I felt that Xander Clark had the best season for a goalkeeper in Scottish top flight outside of Craig Gordon. I don't think he made any errors at all and he made a number of very good saves. So then you bring that into this season... And since he's coming to the Hearts team, so it's it is a small sample size. It's only two months and a bit. 
but he's been outstanding. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can't think of anything where he's been at fault, and the number of saves he's made that have just been excellent. It's it's almost again small sample size, but if you extrapolated that across the course of a campaign, it'd be Gordon esque. Like he's just and there was the game that the Mullow game recently where he made two unbelievable saves, but they didn't count because they were like offside. But it just shows you the form that he's in right now. There's like. Some of the reactions he showed are just absolutely ridiculous. And on top of what you said already, the fact that he's, he's command of his box has been very impressive in a Hearts jersey and his kicking has been pretty solid. Then it's kind of... And he's huge as well. He's such a mm. big guy, like broad. Not only tall, but very broad as well, which is something I think is, is quite key for a goalkeeper. So that's why I have him number one. I remember... At fuck fuck the- you, Joe Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being at Tannadice on uh, the, the, the afternoon. Craig Gordon broke, uh, broke his leg. Xander Clark came on. So obviously there was a bit of concern amongst the Hearts fans. But it, it was just like, I just remember um, one of the first things he had to do, he's got a back pass. And then he played a first-time ball out to the left-hand side, straight to a Hearts player. And I was kind of like, oh, this is what we're missing. This is, <laughs> this is new. This is new. In fact, it's like getting a new toy. I normally like to finish off the podcast by doing a kind of combined top 12, but we are so far apart on so many of these keepers that that's going to have to wait until I've got time to actually properly sit down. Joe Hart will be number one in in the combined list because he was number one and number two, whereas Clark was number one and number four. Um, But yeah, it's it's a bit complicated because Gordon is number two and number 11. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, some wild Seagrass number 10 and number 6. Yeah, it's, it's going to take me some time to figure this out. So let's leave it there. As I mentioned earlier, the Patreon is myself, Tony and Rob doing our... We do it annually. We don't do it on the same date. We don't do it at the same time of year. We just kind of pick and choose. We often don't even do it on the same platform. <laughs> we sometimes do it at the Patreon, sometimes do it at the main show. But we do player swap deals, player swaps. I've kind of died a bit of a death in football. You still get them occasionally, but not as much as you used to. And we kind of put our hats on and think, how could we could improve both teams in the Scottish Premiership via a swap deal involving usually two players, but sometimes throwing a third one to sweeten the deal as well. So they're always good fun, bit of nonsense. So if you would like to hear that, it's patreon.com forward slash test podcast, and that will be on the £2 a month tier. I think that's everything. Joel. Thank you for joining me. Say goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Look forward to the, the, the stick I get for some wild choices. Yes. Yes, I too. And for everybody listening, thank you once again, and I hope you enjoy your football. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.